0: In the words of Henry Melvin, you'll know them. They have the letter M branded on them like cattle. Since Yakima's been able to date, her detective father has reminded her of the type of men to steer clear of. At 27, she's done just that until one night of partying and a botched raid leads her into the house of mob boss, Francisco Matisse. Calm, cool, and collected, frequent words used to describe Francisco Frisco Matisse his main focus is business and everything else including his relationship with his longtime girlfriend Alice Smalls comes afterward and a hostile takeover gone wrong Frisco schemes his way into Yakima's life proving to his adversaries that his reach is far despite her skepticism Yakima gives Frisco a chance as their relationship intensifies He realizes he's in too deep to pull himself out and a twisted turn of events. His scheme backfires, putting everyone involved at deadly risk. What was meant to be strictly business turned into something deeper, faster than he expected. With Alice in his ear, Yakima in his heart, and people trying to threaten his empire, his back is against the wall. When Frisco's secrets are threatened to be unveiled before he can reveal them himself, he must decide where his love and loyalty lie. Will it be with the woman who's been in his life or the woman who has his heart? Baby, let's get into this. I I honestly cannot think of a Bianca book that I do not like. And this is sitting at the top of my list. So let's go. So first we're introduced to Francisco, a.k.a. Frisco, Matisse? That's how I'm going to say that name. That's how I'm pronouncing it. But, um, you know, he just got in the house after a long night. Their family is part of the mafia mob. And he gets a call from one of his brothers saying that there are police trying to get into um his gate. So, you know, he got to run right back out the door telling his girlfriend, Alice, like, look, it's some shit I got to take care of. Hold tight. I'll be back. Whoop, whoop, whoop. so he get over there and it's like who y'all and a developer tries to come up and shake his hand and says oh the mayor told us that this land was gonna be ours so you know we're trying to get in and have a look around and frisco's like do you know who i am and the guy's like uh no but I guess there's been a miscommunication with the landlord. And so Frisco is like, I'm Frisco. And the guy, like, his eyes get big, and he's like, I'm so sorry. It was a miscommunication. You know, the mayor said and Frisco basically is like, I don't want to hear none of that. And instead of running around with like a bunch of guys behind him, Frisco has two dogs that um that protect him. And I love. Cause they badass too. Um. So and he had the dogs like sniffing around the policeman and the developer, cause it's like y'all ain't finna try to plant no drugs on us. So it's like he told the dogs spin the block, so the dogs go around the people, you know, sniffing them. Cause it's like if it smell drugs, if they smell drugs, you know, it's a wrap. Cause it's like oh y'all trying to do some sneaky shit. Damn, anybody got time for that? So after he sent them on their way. He goes and he has, you know, everybody got a smart ass computer person to find them what they need to know. So he calls his assistant. I believe her name was Tina. Uh, Give me the mayor's location. Drop his file uh, in my phone. So, you know, she do that. Well, all the five seconds. Boom, bow. There you go. Anything else? He like, no, nah, thank you. Bye. Um, uh, Then he pulls up on the mayor like, what the fuck you thought you was doing? And the mayor tells him that he has more important people in his pocket. Basically like pulling at his strings and they want uh, the area, they call it the woods. They want that area shut down because he was supposed to be fixing the crime. in that which of course, which is what every politician says when they get the promise and shit that they're going to fix the crime going on in the cities and the neighborhoods. And so... Frisco tells him that was already taken care of and you know when you came begging my family to endorse you a couple of years ago not even a couple of years ago like a year ago it ain't even been that long you already done you know basically turned and you're no longer uh you know on the up and up and so the mayor basically tries to blow him off like I really ain't got time for you and like they're out in the open because he's on a golf course. So um, he's like, you know, what you gonna do out here? So Frisco's like, all right, you got that for right now. And so, you know, he leaves and he's trying to dig up some dirt on the mayor. So going back to his assistant and his family members, he's like, you know, we need some shit on him to get him to fall in line. And lo and behold, find out that the mayor has a daughter and then we're introduced to yakima now yakima is a 27 year old nurse who still lives at home with her parents which is not the mayor um (laughs) and uh you know she has a completely different life she don't know that she's the mayor's daughter she don't know nothing about that so but frisco's plan is to seduce her and get into a, a relationship with her and use that against the mayor but the thing about that is the mayor don't know he got a daughter he is married to this white woman who is um you know she comes from a very rich family very old money and cha bianca i loved it uh she, <laughs> she incorporated like the real housewives so they are recording which i was just like how is that possible with him being the mayor because you know of course they never um follow him i guess on the political side so they can see inside of their home and of course when they do the confessionals but that's pretty much it but that shit was i said not they recording, not the real housewives of uh what is it arcville i said bianca yeah, please <laughs> but i loved it um and so you know they're living two completely different lives and her her father if she knows it uh yakima's father is a detective and so he's constantly warning her about the Matises, like You're going to know what they look like because they all have these M chains on and they're thugs and they kill people and just basically you better stay away from them. Have no contact with them whatsoever. And she didn't plan on it anyway. It's like she's from a small suburb. She don't even travel to that side of town because from where she stays in her suburb is three hours away to where frisco and them and like that side of the hood or you know the woods as it's referred to she don't ever go over there but she has a best friend by the name of layla who convinces her she like girl they having a pool party it's a big old thing you know come out whatever and she's like girl no but she convinces her to go so when she goes um the place gets raided and she sees that it's about to get raided and she runs into the house but frisco is in there and did he have a gun i think he had a gun and he pointed he's like you know what the fuck you doing in my house and she's like you know i saw somebody out lurking in the grass and it's about to be a whole thing so i thought i'd run in here and basically he tells you know get your ass out i know whatever so after that they don't see each other, she goes back to living her life, it is what it is, and then, you know, Layla explains, like, girl, you know, the Matisse's, they this, they that, they big shit, whoop, 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 and, um, then, he pops up, nope, she was out, I was trying to remember, um, she was at, like, a hookah spot, and he was there, was it that time, okay, let me, let me do it like this, So he shows up at the hospital with a cut in his arm and she thinks that he followed her and basically cut himself just to get in contact with her. Cause when he comes to the hospital, he says, I want the best nurse here. So the doctor comes and gets her and says, you know, he requested the best nurse on staff and that's you. So I want you to do it. Now the thing is she had a little affair with the doctor. So, while she's trying to stitch this man up, the doctor looking at her, you know, watching her movements, making sure ain't nothing going on. So, she stitched him up, get him to leave, because it's like, it ain't no way you travel three hours just to come to this specific hospital. So, she's certain that he cut himself just to see her. That's not the case, but he let her think whatever. Then, she was at the hookah spot with, uh, I believe it was Layla and she sees him again so she's like this man is really following me and she's getting creepy so she gets up and walks over to him basically you know running her mouth like okay at this point this ain't even cute no more this is actually pretty creepy so you need to stop following me I already told you I'm not interested and then a woman walks up and sits down and he's like I was actually meeting somebody here so what you got to say now and so she walks away with her face cracked but the nigga is actually following her but she don't know that and so she leaves and it's just like okay damn i'm embarrassed so now i want to leave but as she's leaving he comes to her car outside like you know come come out and come back in and talk to me she's like ain't you on a day?" he was like if i was on a day, would i be out here so he gets her to come back inside now her dad been calling her like where you at why you over there? What time you gonna be home? So she had told her dad she was on her way home. When she goes back inside, and they get to talking and flirting, and then her dad calls again, like you said you was on your way home. Why haven't you made it yet? It don't take that long to come home. Whatever. So it's just like, damn. Can I understand? She still lives at home, but the girl is twenty seven. Relax. But she also knows that her dad don't want her nowhere around him. So he's trying to keep a tight leash on her. So, you know, time is going by her and Frisco. They're still, they're getting to know each other moving on, moving up in the relationship. So he has to go back home, Frisco, to Alice and tell her that he's doing this thing where he's trying to seduce her to get some information on the mayor. And she has to find somewhere else to stay or she has to move out of their bedroom and pretend to be his housekeeper because she may show up at the house and if she ever does come to quote-unquote their house really his house then he cannot see i mean she cannot see women's things in his bedroom so for some and i just want to pull over right here alice in what world do you agree? I mean, obviously this world, because you did, she agrees with the shit, but I'm just like, they, at no point could my partner come, look, sit me down and look me in my face and say, hey, I have to pretend to like this girl, like I'm going to seduce her, may even have sex with her, just so I can get this information, and if you're going to stay in the house, you have to move down the hallway, like the furthest room away from, not even down the hallway, down the stairs, Basically, to the back of the house, and act as if you're nothing to me. If she should show up here, she might not even come here. Might not even get that far. But just, just in case, move out, and you say okay. I'm, I'm, I don't like. Just tell me you want to break up. Cause first of all, the relationship already ain't good. Cause she's, she unfortunately had a miscarriage. Like she was. What, six months pregnant and during and when she reached six months unfortunately something happened like she didn't do anything wrong it just unfortunately happened and she lost the baby and their relationship hasn't been the same after that but well no but it's just like the relationship hasn't been the same after that the thing is though that all that further hurt their relationship was when that happened she did not stay and work it out with him like they didn't console each other they didn't lean on each other or possibly even try again after that she left she went to her family she went to her parents and stayed with them for like a month and then she came back home and it was basically like something they didn't talk about and they just moved past so and i guess as long as she was spending money she was cool with it because like she had a job but then when she was going to have the baby she decided that she was going to basically be a stay-at-home girlfriend because they're not engaged they're not married but anyway okay so let's jump back into the story so like i said the relationship is progressing he really likes her like he's learning all these things about yakima that he loves he likes and so when yakima is introduced to alice she's like Yakima is genuine like hey how you doing you know i can't believe you work for him this crazy ass dude you know but i like that he has you here like she is so nice to her and so genuine and alice is so fucking fake and being rude like on the sly and saying little slick shit and it's just like how you mad at her when she don't know that y'all lying to her that girl ain't did nothing to you, ain't said like, ain't nothing about, like, you the me one, how you got the nerd to be mad at her, but anyway, so, she playing the housekeeper part. um, and then, oh, it was a day at the bowling alley, so, originally, it was Yakima, Layla, oh, I forgot to mention, she has, um, two guy friends, uh, what was his name, was it Trey, And the other guy's name was Wes. Now, Wes really likes Shikima, but she ain't feeling him like that. So anytime she gets a new love interest or he find out that she likes somebody, he stopped coming around. So we were introduced to him like in the first half of the book, but when her and Frisco got together, he basically fell off and we ain't heard from him no more because he can't keep his feelings intact, which is not fair because in a friendship, if you develop feelings for me, I'm not obligated to return them. And I've already explained to you more than once, because I was going to say once, but more than once why I don't want to be in that type of relationship with you. And you act like it's cool while I'm single. But as soon as you find out that I'm chilling with somebody, then you got an attitude and you don't want to come around the group no more. Well, whatever. Bye, Nick. Um, So anyway, back to the bowling alley. So... It was originally supposed to be Yakima and her friends, but then basically Frisco invited him and his crew along, which is his brothers. And of course, guys in the mafia. And lo and behold, when they pull up, he sees Alice and her friends. He's like, He mutters under his breath, like, she's so fucking stupid. And then... Like, Akima picks up on his attitude, like, what's the problem? Like, oh, I invited her because we've been talking on Instagram, you know, just chatting here and there, so I invited her. Is that okay? And he like, you can tell he got a little attitude. He's like, my brother's in there. Come on, let's go. And so at first she was trying to, like, blow it off, like, okay, whatever. But then his attitude, like, his, it was just stink. So she pulls him to the side, like, uh-uh, let me talk to you real quick um you know i thought i was being nice by inviting her but if you don't want her like at the family functions then i won't invite her no more but you better fix this fucking attitude because this uh little bowling thing was supposed to be me and my friends anyway so you can fucking step and he just finds that shit attractive like you know thank you for uh putting my head back on straight and so uh alice and her friends is playing the background like watching everything he doing with yakima layla peeping and she pulls you came to the side like watch your girl and her friends they added to real stink keep an eye on that and she's like you think so so yeah so well you know frisco filling all up on her rubbing on her booty they having a good time until a guy walks up like yo frisco and pulls a gun out of his pocket and shoots it now thankfully frisco's not hit like it got real close to his head but he didn't get hit now of course frisco he don't go nowhere without the dogs so uh the dogs get on the guy and they basically turn that nigga to shreds and frisco was like wait a minute i need that motherfucker alive so then uh he called the dogs off and then he calls out for you he like you came and she stuck, because she ain't seen no shit like this. She like, I can't believe what I just witnessed. But she's like, huh? He like, save his motherfucking life right now. So, and she get to work. She, uh, wrapping shit around his, what was it? His neck or his arm and his leg. And they get him to the hospital and she's whisked away to, uh, I want to say his parents' house. So, yeah. So it was like a whole 24 hours later. The guy s- still ain't woke up yet because they got him, of course, like in a private location in the hospital, whatever. And he calls his dad to get a checkup on Yakima. The daddy, like, man, this girl won't eat. She's not coming out the room. She refused to come out until you come over here. And so, um, what was it because he's trying to figure out like who's because the guy i really want to call him a boy the young man he was on like 22 23 years old sent to sunk on his dummy mission to shoot him so he's trying to figure out who had it done possibly the mayor or uh you step daddy that she still don't know ain't her daddy yet and she done ran into the mayor a few times and I think Frisco revealed this information to him, which, like I said, this is a shock to the mayor cause the mayor didn't know when he was first. What like becoming a politician or some shit like that. Uh, Yakima's mama, what was her name? Yolanda? I think it was Yolanda. It was yo something. Um, she was working on the campaign and they had a little, a little affair on the side. And when she became pregnant, uh, his wife, it was something with an but I didn't care about that white woman. Fuck that white woman. Um, she ran her off and it's like, without knowing she was pregnant, he just thought she up and left, didn't look for her, didn't say nothing, but they was supposedly, oh, in love, or he really had real feelings for her while he was still married to this woman. But, but of course, because she's powerful and has all these strings, he wasn't gonna leave his wife anyway. But, um, so he's, looking into Yakima and then he gets back in contact with, you know, I believe it's Yolanda. And Yolanda is like, no, don't act like you He's like, I had no idea. And she says, basically, let's just let sleeping dogs lie. It's been 27 years, she don't know. And I don't want to interrupt her life like this. So for the time being, you know, ain't nobody said nothing to Yakima about this. She's still going on about her life as usual. So then what is it? We find out that, uh, cause he goes to, no, it was a secret location cause it wasn't a parent's house. So whatever location it was, he pulls up to talk to Yakima, and she's like, you know, that was some of the scariest shit I ever had to go through. And you know, efforts. And he's like, so, you know, I'll take you home and we ain't gotta talk about it no more. And she's like, that's it. You ain't going to try to reassure me like nothing, nigga, like console me, like make me feel that nothing. But they end up making up and he's like, you know, I'm going to take you to meet my mama. And she's like, OK. And he looking at her crazy like how many niggas mamas you done met that you don't feel no type of way about meeting my mama? And she's like, you forgot I'm a nurse. I got to talk to families all the time. So the fact that I'm meeting your mama in this capacity really don't do nothing to me. And so he like, uh-huh, he jealous a little bit. It's cute. So they get in there. Alice is there. And I don't see why she's not thrown off. Well, she thinks it's cute. Like, oh, it's so nice that his family treats you like family. So she really ain't giving it too much. But then the mama asking her all type of questions. Because, like I said, once again, Yakima is the only person who does not know that she's being set up, so she handles it with grace. She get the mama together, cause the mama trying to throw little slick shots, like, oh, so you don't cook, you don't clean, you just work, huh? Like my son like this, my son like that. So and you don't want to do none of that, and it's just like, girl, no. But like I said, Yakima gets her right together, like no, ma'am. I'm like this, I do this, I do that. And I'm not trying to down a housewife because my mama is a housewife. But that's not my ministry. That's not what I want for my life. And I'm not going to. And at one point, she turns to Frisco, like, Is that what you want? I was not under the impression that you wanted a housewife. And Frisco says, No, I just want to be with somebody who makes me happy. And that's you. And so Alice gets up and walks away. And I'm like, At this point, Yakima. It ain't clicking a little bit, baby. Because the way she got her from that table, as soon as he said that, you could tell she felt the way. Even uh Frisco says, like, I know that probably upset her, but it's the truth. And Alice was already feeling like she was losing him because she's like, hey, you know what? This shit ain't just, you know, trying to get one up on the mayor or do some shit with the mayor. She could tell she's like, he really likes this girl and she ain't doing shit to try to fix her relationship because he talking to her crazy saying you know i already told you what it was so you just do what you got to do but i'm gonna do me and it's just like but you st-. and ugh, that's another thing alice you still stayed there the nigga t- first of all he brought this shit to you directly and told you what he was gonna do when you stayed and you agreed to play as a housekeeper second the nigga started talking to you crazy and treated you like you actually was a housekeeper or some random bitch off the street that could get out his way so he could do what he got to do. And you still stayed. And so, what she called herself doing was making her friends sign NDAs So whatever she told. And that was another thing. It's like, bitch, why are you telling people about the fact that you're doing this? I w- Like, first of all, I wanted have did it. But let's say, you know, I bumped my head and I actually agreed to do this shit. I'm not telling nobody that I'm this fucking stupid. But she made her friends sign NDAs and tell them what's going on. That's how they was able to go to the bowling alley and know what was going on. So at this dinner, she asks, uh, Yakima asks Alice, so what do you do on your days off? Like, you know, do y'all hang out? What's going on? And so Alice says that she's going with Frisco to what is it, the mayor's ball or governor's ball, some shit like that, some type of ball this weekend? And you came and was like, Oh, that's so cute! I wish I could go. I want to put on one of my mama's dresses. And Alice is quick to say, Oh, no, you had to have um RSVP'd already. Once again, I'm like, These are red flags because I'd be like, Okay, I said, I wish I could go, you know, just like in passing, but all right. But, um, what's that boy's name? One of the brothers. Because, um, before the dinner, Frisco had got into a fight with Finn. Because Finn had said, man, I've got a feeling that that bitch is the one that set it up or it got something to do with her. And Frisco, like, don't call her no bitch. This ain't got nothing to do with her. This ain't her fault. Don't call her no bitch. And so, he's like, oh, you finna fight your brother over that bitch? And so, Frisco... Punch that nigga in his face. Like, didn't I tell you you don't call my woman no bitch? So, but anyway, he's the one that says, oh, I got an extra ticket. I got a plus one. And everybody turned to look at him like, nigga. <laughs> so you notice his get back. Like, oh, yeah, let her come. So, Yakima looks at him at Frisco. And, of course, he can't say no. So he's like, okay, cool, whatever. So, uh, Layla helps her get ready. It was you know she looked gorgeous he was damn near speak he was speechless he couldn't even talk she got down the steps like do you like it or no like can you say something don't make me feel like i'm crazy here He like girl you look beautiful so anyway they snap pictures and um she gets in the car because they have like a fleet of cars to take them and she gets in the car with finn and try to get to know him a little better and she's like, you know, why you ain't had nobody with you? You ain't got a girlfriend. He's like, no, I ain't got a girlfriend. And she's like, why? And he's like, because I ain't got time for that. And then they get on the fact that Frisco took his, uh, they, um, they all have M chains. And he had took his off and gave it to her. And she, you no, know, who Finn was like, look at what you got around your neck. And she says... It's just a chain. And he said that right there is the reason why I don't have a girlfriend. You could give someone the most important thing to you that you have never taken off. You don't even let people touch it. And she'll call it just a chain. And I was like, damn, that's that's kind of some real shit right there. Like that chain is very important to him. Like he's told her this and she knows this. But she's just trying to downplay their relationship because she doesn't really know like where they stand. And she's like, you know, I don't even really think he likes me like that. And Finn is like, what? So he running down all the shit like, don't you do this? Don't he do this? Like, what you mean? And so anyway, they get out the car, they make it to the ball, and everything's going good until they're about to leave. And Yakima sees Alice like kind of walk off in a frenzy with one of her friends. So even though Frisco had just told her like I'm going to go get my brothers and we're going to wrap it up and we're about to go, stay put. But she sees her and she follows her like you know, she had been trying to talk to her all night, but Alice had managed to like maneuver around and not talk to her. So she follows and her friend is like, Alice, you need to calm down. Like, didn't he tell you that this was almost over with? And Alice is like, I just can't stand to be fake around this bitch no more. Like, I don't think I could do this. I just want to tell her that the mayor is her is her daddy, my damn self. And she's like, you know, she laughing. She's like, and you know, his mom don't even like her. His mom hates her and it's like yeah bitch because the mom loves you and knows that y'all are in a real relationship and waiting on y'all to get married so of course y'all don't like this fake ass shit who would but and i'm like i don't still i'm not understanding with alice like why do you feel like that gives you the one up on this girl like you the one being fake and phony you the one that's not being real with the situation She's offering you genuine friendship, genuinely trying to talk to you and hold a conversation. You're the motherfucking liar. So why are you so upset with her and like, oh, I just want to tell her myself. I'm tired of seeing her hanging on my man. Sis, she don't know that that's your man for real. So you just huffing and puffing and drunk at this dinner. Like, oh, I just want to tell her. my. So Yakima, she clears her throat like, what was that? Who's my daddy? And Alice, like, she's stuck on mute now. She can't say nothing. She's like, oh, cat got your tongue now. You can't talk? Okay. So she whips around to go back in the ball. And Alice is like, Yakima, you can't. Please. I can't what? I can't confront nobody? Because you the motherfucker that can't keep your mouth closed? And so, of course, Frisco sees her, see how fast she walking and look behind her to see Alice. So he already knows some bullshit. He like, what's going on? So she's like, it's a yes or no question. You using me? And he's like, it ain't even, she's like, no, 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 no. I, I say yes or no. Are you using me? And he's like, yes, but you got to let me explain. And it's like, actually I don't. And I'm not going to. Um, so I'm out. And she walks up to the mayor and says, how long have you known? Like you meeting me wasn't an accident. Cause I forgot to mention, um he saw her once, and then like when he found out that she was his daughter, he goes up to the hospital and she like gives him a tour of the hospital and they have a conversation and she sends him on his way. And now that people are putting two to two and two together, she look <laughs> I forgot. Oh, I ain't got there yet. When I get there, it's even more funny. Um, So she walks up to him like, you been to who I was, whatever. And he's like, no, honest to God, I'm just not finding out about it. And here come his wife, like, do not do this at my event. Like, lady, fuck you. And so she's like, she asks him something. He's like, well, ask my wife. And she's like, what? She's like, she wants to know why I didn't know I had a daughter. And I figured you would be the perfect one to explain. So his wife goes on to call, uh, what's her mama name? <laughs> Yolanda. Go to call Yolanda a hoe. And he came and slaps her and leaves. And so she's going out to one of the cars that they got sitting out there. And Frisco tries to open the door, but she locks it. And they do this back and forth thing to where she tells him, I do not want to ride with you. Do not get in this car with me. And so he finally like taps the hood and the driver takes off. So while she's waiting to get back to his parents' house, cause that's where they got ready at. um, She calls Layla on the phone and she's like, Layla, I need you to come get me. And she's crying like real hard. Layla like, what the fuck going on? Like what happened? And so she tells her a little bit. And she's like, I always knew something off about that bitch. I can't stand when a side bitch don't know their place. And Yakima has to be like, no, bitch, I am the side bitch. And she's like, what? Child, what? Like, baby, I'm on the way. So she gets to the house. And I forgot now, like I said, we all know I don't discuss sex scenes. But one night, Alice was being nosy, right? Got like her ear pressed. Like, she's in a different, like, the bedroom next to quote unquote their bedroom but she's listening to Yakima and Frisco have sex and she let him put it in her butt right and he like what do you want like I'll buy you whatever and so she's like nigga I want this Lamborghini truck with the custom plate that say bought because um her nickname for him instead of like you know how women normally be calling men daddy and stuff like that she call him boss and he would call her boss baby so she like i want this truck white with the custom tag boss baby let everybody know who i belong to so when she pulling up to his parents house the truck is in the driveway and so for a minute she was kind of stuck but she like no nah, fuck that nigga fuck that truck i don't want that shit so she jumps out the truck and runs into the house past his parents because they're sitting out on the porch. The daddy like, what the hell? And um, so she runs upstairs, gets to all her stuff, and is quickly trying to go back out before he can get there. But when she gets to the top of the stairs, this man, slow like he's walking to his fucking death, walking up them stairs. And she tries to go past him. like We ain't even got to have no conversation. He's like, can you let me explain? And she's like, no. Now, I ain't even going to lie to you. But it wouldn't be a good book, like it wouldn't be a book, period, if she wasn't doing all this fucking talking, all this yelling, and you know all this display of emotions. But the same way she tried to just walk past that nigga and not say nothing, that's what I would have did. Like we ain't gotta have no conversation, nothing, because there's nothing you could do to explain why you did this to me. Because it's like, okay, you found out that that man was my daddy, but I didn't know that was my daddy. So what? What that got to do with me? Oh my god. Okay my bad let's pull over for a second because i forgot to mention that her her daddy who ain't her daddy is her daddy's cousin and uh the the mayor who is her daddy his wife put the cousin like on yolanda like basically like you go after her pursue her and marry her and basically keep her away from my husband and that's what he did and like, for a long, long time, Yolanda didn't know that they were cousins. And Yakima, like, she always thought about it. Like, growing up as a child, they never went to any of his family reunions. And it's like, yeah, of course. Because if you did, you would run into your actual daddy. But, um, oh, and then uh, the mayor calls Yolanda. Like, this was right before the the ball and when everything came out in the open. They sat down and met with each other after not seeing each other for 27 years. And he runs down the whole thing. Like, I think my wife is behind it. And this is what's going on with Frisco. And he's basically using her to get to me. And, um... It was just a whole bunch of bullshit. But anyway, these two old-ass motherfuckers. And I hate to be ages. But it's like y'all know y'all ain't got no business having sex with each other because she had got a hotel key, and it, when it seemed like they was about to part ways, she put the key on the table, and they had sex. And she tells her husband, and they gonna decide to move past and just keep going forward. I just wanted to mention that, like, man, this. Anyway, because at one point, uh, daddy was talking about, um, you know, because I'm gonna divorce my wife, and I i'll be her stepdaddy. like we're not gonna tell her that i'm her daddy i'm just basically gonna move in and just say that i'm her step daddy after all this time we ain't gonna tell her that i'm her daddy anyway jump back over to them and all the chaos that's going on so she going off like you know you turned my whole world upside down i didn't do anything to you you made me fall in love with you and you just embarrass me and alice on the side just girl are you done yet and the award goes to like, girl, it's you were business by business. And she got this ring on her finger. And come to find out that him and Alex been together for six years. And she's like, fucking wow, bro. And for somebody who wanted to explain, he not saying nothing. And she's like, you wanted to explain. So boss, explain boss. And he like, man, what you want me to say? And she had already been crying. She stopped crying, cussed his ass out, and then she started crying again. He like, see, you already crying. So what the fuck you want me to say? When I was, mm, worked to Nipsey Hustle, she backhanded the fuck out that man. And it was like, he was like, whoo, in the word <laughs> look, picture it. Tay Diggs, um, the best man that slapping that Whew. picture that. Um So he's like, all right, I deserve that, but don't do it again. And she's like, man, fuck this nigga. Let's go. And um, her and Alice exchanged some more words. And then, oh, after she slapped him, Alice acted like she was going to come down off that porch. Layla raised up and said, Alice, you bring your ass down here. You get your ass whooped twice. And so anyway, so they leave. And... She's explaining this to Layla, everything that's going on. And when she gets to the part about her... <laughs> I'm like, I hate Black people because when they find out some tea, that girl said, oh, you got that man whole face. Like, bitch, not now. okay. <laughs> so anyway, so uh, she go home and she have like a half of a conversation with her parents and said, you know... I got to get out of here i i can't do this with y'all i'm leaving so she oh damn how could i forget to mention that so um frisco has a friend by the name of unique who has an apartment that he's never really at and he was constantly taking her there so for her to get away that's the place that she went to because with the fact of it being so simple she knew nobody would think to look for her there so it was like a week where she left her phone in her car and took off. So um, Yolanda had called Frisco, like, have you seen my daughter? Like, ain't nobody heard from her like two, three days, you know? So, oh, excuse me. Of course this put him on alert and he gotta go find her. Cause it's just like, oh shit, I gotta find my baby. So it was like two, three days. And uh, she was at Unique's house taking a shower and they bust in on her in the shower because it's just like, should nobody fucking be here? And the fact that you're here is a problem. So, of course, he don't call Frisco. Frisco come get her and he take her home. And he's just like, you know, what was you thinking? Okay, now let me explain. And she had this little boyfriend who was trying to be a rapper like back in the day. And he had got her phone and was going through it. And he had saw that she was about to go visit him, right? But then she canceled the Uber and went somewhere else. And so he asked her like, why do you keep going back to that nigga? And she's like, because he would never do what you did to me. He was basically just broke and I couldn't do broke. And so he's like, okay. And she's like, is he still alive? that man said barely. And she's like, what that mean? And he's like, cause when we work this out or when we going through problems, that ain't going to be the nigga you run and talk to. <laughs> it's just like, hold on, sir. You giving yourself a lot, baby. <laughs> Who's that? We was working anything out. But anyway, um, he take her home and then, um, she have another conversation with her parents. Cause they're like, girl, why would you just leave your phone and leave your truck and basically act like you know you don't unalive yourself and just took off or some shit like that and she's like it was just too much to handle but you know whatever she goes and calls like (laughs) this was another like real funny moment to me she goes and calls layla who then she was already on the phone with trav and so they on three-way now And the rapper boyfriend Frisco had went to the studio to ask him like basically like where my woman at and like squeeze the shit out his hand and somebody recorded it and it was on Instagram and (laughs) Trav was like girl I'm so glad you back home cause I ain't gonna lie if that nigga uh squalls my hand like that I was giving. (laughs) And they had a good, cause I'm like, I ain't gonna lie. Like, girl, I love you. When I get my ass beefy, I'm so sorry. They're not gonna torture me. So he like, you want to come over? He's like a, um, an online influencer. He's like, I got to try these drinks. So come over. We'll drink. We'll smoke. We'll, we'll, whatever. And so she goes back to work and everything is just almost getting back to normal. If you will until the mayor comes to see her and uh she gets a flower arrangement from frisco who once again it's like scandis Cody. you can see this and it's a video to him picking out the flowers for her but then the mayor gets a call saying that the police are on their way to arrest her for slapping his wife because you know of course white women They're going to run and cry and say that you attacked them. So they come and arrest her. They're really like violent with it. And the mayor's like, do you know who she is? That's the woman of Frisco, Matisse. Like, bitch, watch what you doing. And so she's barely arrested. Like they take her to the station and then she's out within like an hour. And she walks past Frisco. She don't say nothing to him. She just gets in the car. So... He was sending her flowers for like a minute, but she wasn't saying anything. So then her, and her friends, like they go out to the club and he was watching Layla's IG and he goes inside. So at the end of the night, he ended up taking her back to his new condo that he bought and they have sex. And the next morning she leaves. He's like, no, please don't do this. Don't leave. And she's like, I'll be back but he knows she's not coming back. So she calls her, her daddy, who is her daddy um, and tells him that she's pregnant and she don't know what to do. And he's like, well, whatever you choose, I support you. Like I'm not going to try to influence you to go one way or the other, whatever you choose, I'm standing 10 toes behind you. So she's like, cool. And so what is it? Frisco stops sending her stuff. Like basically he stops, to go after her until one night it's raining like real bad and her parents come to the door and was this before or after that was before so they find out that she's pregnant and her daddy who not her daddy that man funny i'm so sorry but when he found out she was pregnant he said and tell that other man He not finna come around trying to play (laughs) granddaddy. That's really all he was worried about. He like, she, I mean, he not taking, uh, he not taking my place in your life. That's all he was worried about. Like, man, that man not come. And it's like, sir, all y'all are full of shit, but okay. Anyway, so, um, it's pouring rain outside. Here go Frisco. He on a ring camera. Man pours out his heart and soul. Like, baby, I love you. And you know i am be at this location tomorrow i'll be there until like 11 if i don't see you then i know that it's truly over woo, woo, whatever so she shows up just in the nick of time and he's off to whisk her away and it's i love you we're gonna make this work this is my one chance i'm gonna do right woo, woo. and so they're going to get massages and with the massage you have to mark off if you're pregnant or not so when they in there he still don't know because she hasn't thought of a way to tell him yet. So when he finds out, this is when he then decides to whisk her away to Italy to ask her to marry him. So within all of one year, they're married, they have a baby and they live happily ever after. Now, at one point, see, and that's what she get. I'm so sorry. Cause Alice, like she tried to be cute because that night after everything had went down, he kicked Alice out his house. And instead of her going with her family or even with her friends, she was staying at his parents' house. So when he invites her to his house to talk, it was coincidentally on their seventh year anniversary. But it's like, it don't even count because y'all not together no more. And she's thinking, because he got it set up and shit, which I'm trying to understand. It's like, if you call somebody there to talk why the fuck you got this set up like a romantic dinner but then he said his mama told him to do this so that's the mama fault um and so he's like why would you tell anybody my bitch like you had no right to tell people anything about what i had going on i told you because you were my girl and i trusted you but you shouldn't have told anybody else because her dumb ass that night talking about i needed to vent you didn't need to do shit you didn't have to tell them bitches nothing You didn't have to say a damn thing to them about what was going on inside your household. But you did, and look what it cost you. And so she tries to flip it and says, I wish you would just be man enough to admit you stopped loving me. And Frisco tells her, no, that's not the case. You left. And when you came back, like, basically, we grieved apart. So when we came back together, I felt like I couldn't talk to you about it. Or at that point, I had moved on from it. So, you know, and she was like, you said you weren't going to hold that against me. And it's like, I'm not, I guess how I could see how you would think that's holding it against you. But it's also like, I, I'm over it. I kind of, I don't want to talk about it. You didn't trust me enough to grieve with you. So it is what it is. And that sounds heartless, but it's like, it's the truth. It is what it is. So. You know, she got left and he was like, you know, I can find you a house. Like, let me put you up because I'm not just going to kick you out because you really ain't got nothing without me. And she's like, I don't need your pity. He's like, I ain't, you know what? I ain't doing this shit with you. So bye. So that was the end of her. So, yeah, like I said, they got married. They had a baby. What was her name? Francesca. And life was good. She went back to work because she was scared for a little bit. Like, you know, if I lose our baby. What's going to happen? And he was like, you know, we ain't even going to talk about that. We ain't going to put that out into the universe. We just going to praise God and pray to him and ask him to keep our baby good. And that's all it is. And that's exactly what it was. And I feel like I have talked my face off. But I hope y'all enjoyed this review. And please go pick up Frisco, Welcome to the Woods by Miss Bianca Xavier. Girl, you did it once again, mama. Peace and blessings, my beautiful people.